Okay, you're not. I was like, I keep refreshing Twitch and. Now, now I should be live. Dado's live. We should just end the stream then. <laughs> just end the stream no and go over to Dado, huh? Yeah, no podcast. We're just gonna. We're just gonna watch Dado today, guys. Sorry, no, no, no podcasting and discussing about the Destiny content vault or uh, or non-fall expansions or anything like that. No, 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 no. no. We can probably. Uh, I mean, we can talk about the melee thing. I guess. What melee thing? But uh, in the topics. But I just saw that kind of like on Reddit because I was like, kind of like, what? What other topics? I didn't know like how like juicy Twab was gonna oh. be. But since Twab's kind of juicy, we can kind of eliminate a topic if you want, unless you oh. want to talk about. Yeah, that's just like a common complaint that we've had for years. So, but <laughs> it, I mean, it is. You're not wrong, but I was like, ah, oh, we'll throw it in. We can kind of discuss it because it is kind of like annoying. But Twab like, is going to be super gonna... long today. So. Yeah, since Twab is kind of, I wasn't expecting Twab to be like Fucking a man, zillion man. words. Yeah. So. All right. Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of the Vanguard. To have with me, Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And I'm your host, Kane, from Kane Play Stuff, and today we'll be talking about uh, some of our suggestions for Solstice and what they can do next year to change things up. Uh, our favorite... More EAZ. What'd you, what'd you say? I said more EAZ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, <laughs> what are our favorite DLC slash season is in uh, Destiny? This is, this is not the fall expansion stuff, but rather... Stuff like uh, Season of Undying or uh, <laughs> uh, Season, Season of, of Dawn, Worthy. Drifter, yeah, all that stuff. So, or what was it called? House, House of, Wolves. of Wolves. Yeah. Yeah, House of Wolves. All that Dark good Below. stuff. Yep. Uh, and then what else? Uh, and then we have our question of the week. So, to begin things off, Sully, what have you been doing in the world of Destiny? I've just been grinding out my armor. Uh... So I finally, I have my Hunter and my Titan are done. And my Warlock is legendary, so I kind of want to get that done. So then when I do play Trials, I don't have to worry about doing Trials multiple times. Um, slowly kind of getting back into raids. I've been raiding a little bit more. Um, no, if I hit max power, did I hit max power before last episode? Um, I I don't know. I don't know when you hit max power. But anyways, my Titan's max pinnacle now, so I don't remember if that happened before last week's episode or not. So, but uh, yeah, other than that, just working on armor. Um, gonna try to get maybe Saturday, maybe do a Grandmaster or Sunday night, one of the two, when I get. <coughs> Depending on how my internet connection is at the hotel, so. Yeah, I've been, um, I got all my armor done, uh, over the, like, from basically the weekend, last weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I really haven't had a whole lot to do in Destiny, so I decided to try out for the solo dungeon for Prophecy. Wait, you're, you're playing other things in Destiny? Uh, yeah, I started what? playing Remnant. We lost you, Kane. <laughs> uh, Remnant's really fun, man. Uh, I can hear that's myself good. on your end now, so that's fun. On my end? Yes. Uh... You need to figure out your audio. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I've uh, started looking into soloing the Prophecy Dungeon, and uh, it's really tough, man. It's very tough. Uh, I The best I've ever done was uh, as a hunter, and basically just being invis for like 90% of the time. Um, but I never, I only got, I made it up to the boss as a hunter, but then I stopped uh, with breaks in between. But as like a titan... Uh, it's been very difficult to do. Uh, yeah, I've you got... can't go in Viz. Yeah, 
Uh, big one. For the most part, I think the closest I've gotten was getting him down Unless way past Rat health. Uh, that's the thing. So I wanted to use Rat King for <laughs> for the whole dungeon, but um, my skills aren't up to par at the moment. And so I figured Get I should learn skills. to walk before I run. Uh, and so I've been just... No. Yes, I've been I've been like testing things. Just out dive in, just, Kane. Yes, <laughs> um, big ass pond. Just dive in. Don't know how to swim. Just just do it. Just dive. Yeah, I will say this though. Uh, Wither Horde plus uh, Fallen Guillotine does serious mm-hmm. damage. It does oh, sure. nutty damage. Like I can one, I can almost one phase the first boss in Prophecy. Uh, gotten okay. very close. Um, but yeah, I I still haven't beaten that dungeon solo yet. Uh, I'll be doing a bunch of. I need to attempt that actually. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing a bunch of that stuff off stream, just so like I'm not streaming and like getting stuck at the same place for like two hours. Um, yeah, but sometimes that's like the fun. <clears throat> yeah, but I I don't know. I feel like that's not fun for people to watch for me because I'm just frustrated. Uh, I mean, sometimes that's why like people like want to watch because they see somebody being so frustrated. I guess sometimes, but, not always. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, do, do you? Like, I'm not. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm not a very fun uh, person to watch when I'm frustrated. So uh. I never get frustrated. So if that's not true, let me know so I know what what you want to see. But I mean, it was pretty fun watching you stream. Uh. Superman 64. See, but that's torture. Okay. That is true. <laughs> that's fun. That's fun uh, you, frustration. You weren't worthy to play that amazing video game. Okay. So, yes, <laughs> that was that was torture. Okay. For us. Anyways, because we, we weren't even worthy enough to even, like, watch that game. But I will be putting up the... Gotta break the rules. I, I will be putting up the VODs of that, though, on my YouTube, so... I need to start doing that. Um, but yeah, that's mostly what I've been, I, I've been up to. Uh, that's about it. So I guess we'll we'll talk about the solstice grind. So for next year, uh, what would you like to see for solstice? Um, not EAZ. What? No. No. Or at least some type of like revamp of like EAZ, like. EAZ has been very bad. It's yeah. I didn't like it last year. I still don't like it this year. Last year was just <clears> kind <throat> of like, eh, for me. Like you know, like something new. Like it wasn't great. It, but like I, I can live with it. Getting it back to back years is rough. And this is I'm I'm huge in horde modes. You know I. Always bought all the Call of Duties just literally for like zombies and stuff like that. That's the thing. So, this isn't really a horde mode. No, but like it has like kind of those concepts of like a horde kind of because like you're just basically killing. Gambit a, is more I mean, of a I guess, horde mode than this. I would say Infinite Force is probably more of a horde mode. Or at least for the like Festival of the yeah. Lost. Okay. Yeah. But. Yeah, man, they need to revamp that, like, I'm cool, like, if it being, like, just super simple and stuff, but, like, I literally just, the last few times, I mean, the people I probably spawned in with, like, got really upset with me, because I literally just went in there and just got my orbs, and I, I just peaced out. The one time I got really lucky, and I spawned in by myself, <laughs> so I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get my orbs and i'm i'm out yeah i'm out so we have um a few people from the clan that loaded in they're like gonna try out solstice realize it's just the same shit as last year and bounce yeah like that's how that's how not fun eaz is (laughs) is like yeah no one like uh, people that are that were hardcore destiny players don't want to do it Uh, um i I feel like the armor grind is fine. I I hope they keep the times two and the times three for next year. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mind the um, 
like the armor grinds for like doing like you know public events and adventures and stuff. Uh, yeah. But the adventures were bugged out a bit. Like there was an instance where you couldn't do adventures anymore, so you had to wait, or just load in with yeah. someone that had adventures. Yeah, I remember Aldrin talking about that. Um, you guys bummed off to him. Yeah, we bummed off of Aldrin because he doesn't do his adventures, which turned out well for us. Yeah. And uh, what else? Uh, Ten Gambit matches is, is a bit much, even for people that like Gambit. Um, Especially for, like, the times one, when you have to do ten. Like, what the times three, when you just have to do, like, literally, like, four Gambit matches. Like... That was fine, but yeah, like, the 10 Gambit matches was a little rough that first time around. Um, What was the other one that was kind of, like, I don't know if there was maybe another one. Maybe, like, just, like, the 2000 orbs or something like that. The one that I had uh, problems with, personally, was just killing Guardians with a certain elemental weapon. Oh. Um... Because I had to sit through fucking Crucible, so... Yeah. Uh, They had momentum control, so I was using, like, laser weapons, and I can't stand playing momentum control at the moment, because that's all that people are doing, are just beam rifles. So you die in a second, and you can't do anything. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Yeah, it's a bit rough these days, um... The thing about EAZ with, um, so people want to grind out different sets of gear for, for like, uh, stats, right? Mm-hmm. Since the armor will be usable for a year, kind of, except it's not going to have, like, the Season 4 mod slot, which could hurt it, but maybe they change that, too. Who knows? So, the, the problem here, though, is that the EAZ... Not every chest gives you a solstice package. Also, mm-hmm. you need to run around and grab all the chests, which is fun in concept, but it's tedious in practice. Yeah. Uh, they should have just made it so that the chests appear in front of you, or you just get... Uh, yeah, we kind of talked about that on the last week's podcast. Yeah, I, I hate the whole hide-and-seek concept. for the. I didn't even like it last year. Same. Um, I definitely don't like it this year whatsoever. I probably won't be grinding for stats on my armor. I won't be. Yeah, like, once I have my thing... I will say probably the one thing they do need to fix is... It need the With the Charles wins, to be able to make it masterwork, you need to make it seven Charles wins or something else in Crucible. Like, if they want to have a Crucible concept, because, like... Not a lot of people like playing trials. I mean, other than Kane, Kane loves trials, but um. So yeah, actually, something I forgot to bad. mention this past week, I played way more trials than I thought I would. Uh, yeah, because you're a god. <laughs> uh, so Friday, uh, we played trials. Uh, I think it was me, Lance, and uh, Ninja, or maybe it was Aldrin. I think it was Aldrin and Ninja. Anyways, uh, I basically had like a breakdown. Like I just like. So, like, I have depression, so sometimes that gets triggered by things, and I just thought to myself, I'm laying my whole team down, I shouldn't be doing this, I should just kill myself, so I stopped playing Trials. Uh, and then, I think me, Toby, and Lance, we were just, like, hanging out, waiting for a raid to start, and, uh, Lance is like, hey, let's let's play some Trials, let's see if we get some wins. I'm like, okay, fine. We loaded in, and it was Saturday, like, evening, like, 6 o'clock or something here. And we were just like shitting on people. It was it was crazy. Um, yeah, was that when you were doing like mountaintop shotguns or something? Yeah, like we that? were just running mountaintop shotguns, and uh, I think it's just because more people are now playing trials than before because they want their glow. Uh, of course. So it like is trials fun. is actually fun. It's a fun game mode when there's normal people playing it and not just cheaters and tryhards. Um. So there needs to be more of an incentive for regular people to go into trials, because it's actually fun. There isn't an incentive there. there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see on how trials evolves with time, because um, I mean, there's a lot of potential there. I mean, trials 
not to get like super off topic from our topic uh but i mean charles for a while kind of kept d1 alive i i would be interested in seeing how it would be if trial if destiny 2 wasn't on pc if trials could would be successful but since it's destiny's on pc it just kind of gets talked about for how much hacking is in trials and i don't know how much the console community deals with that they need to put an emphasis on making it so that it's worth it for regular people to play yeah because when i was playing with like lance and toby we like maybe we encountered one or two cheaters but um most of it was regular people and it's not like i was winning every single game like i only won three games on a card but that was the most like wins i've had in a very long time and i've never had a three win card before so it was really exciting Hopefully that kind of, because I know adept weapons are coming, so hopefully we kind of get, like, both to the scale to be, like, a fix to, like, matchmaking, to where, like, you only get, I don't know if you want to do card-based, if you want to do skill-based, connection-based, whatever, until a certain point, and then after like you get your three wins to when you can get your whatever your reward is that week is when it goes card based matchmaking to make things a little bit more sweatier to then make getting those adept weapons harder because i mean like once the adept weapons come out people are gonna like want to grind for those like the hardcore pvp people yeah so but yeah, that's my that's my rant on trials. trials. Is like, it's a lot of fun. Bungie needs to make it so that play trials more. There's a reason for people to play trials because it's actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's not too bad. I probably I don't know when I'm gonna play some. I need to play some here soon. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do you have anything more to say about Solstice, or are we moving on? I mean. Not really, because, like, the armor... I think the armor grind's fine. I think the armor it looks just... pretty cool. They do have a problem with, uh, apparently, like... Either the glows aren't glowing bright enough, or the advertisement they have is incorrect uh, for the, the how bright they glow. Yeah. Um, the uh, I would have liked to see them... This would have been a really good time for them to go back to year one of solstice when you got to like replay like some of those old missions but they were kind of like different since like so much of that content's going away like it would have been cool to have been like going and replay like the very first mission of d2 and it'd be kind of like more challenging a little bit more different you know same thing with like maybe like a certain mission from red war certain missions from like Curse of Osiris, Warmine, and even though it's not really going away, but like Forsaken, like I don't know, just something a little bit like <clears throat> not EAC. Yeah, I would have been cool with. Yeah, yeah. If they wanted to do EAC, they could have dressed it up a little bit, like like. I don't know, put a beach ball in there somewhere that you could take around to different places and have a bigger ball spot. <laughs> I don't know, man. Something, just something... But, th- but then people would be worried about the ball and not killing the enemies. I don't I don't know. Just something in there that's different. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's already people loading in there not caring about the enemies and just trying to get their... What they should have done. Yes. They should have gave us Fex Offensive. Alright, time to talk I mean, about I, your... I, w- I would take Vex Offensive right now over EAZ. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's what they should have done. Alright, so it's That's time just... to talk about your favorite uh, season, Season of Undying. Uh, Vex Offensive, the greatest content in the history of Destiny. Well, we, we can't talk about that one. That, that's that's off the... the list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. But yeah, uh, so we, our topic for 
today, or like our main topic rather, is what is our favorite uh, DLC slash season in Destiny, excluding the fall expansions? I honestly don't uh, put Shadow Keep with Season of Undying. And here's why. I think Shadow Keep was more of like a story driven thing, like like the story missions with it. It was. Uh, same with like the exotics that were tied with it. But Vex Offen- mm-hmm. like Vex Offensive in Season of Undying was a separate thing from it. It was, but like in terms of like since there was so much new content mixed in with that season, like it kinda like cancels it because of like yeah you might have played like season on dying the most this year but like you probably played season on dying the most this year because shadow keep dropped you know i guess i don't know <clears throat> but are you saying season on dying is your favorite season no i'm saying that's your favorite season. dlc oh <laughs> <laughs> no no um so yeah uh, so since we're not including the, like the fall expansions and stuff, because I'll I'll say this this makes it, this makes it tough. I'm not gonna lie, with really? the fall expansions. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because like Forsaken's my favorite expansion they've ever done. Yeah, same. And that's including like I didn't I wasn't like you know a live player or whatever when uh, I was play, when I was playing D1. I came to it well after the fact, but still, I think Forsaken did so much more than. The Taken King stuff, dude. Yeah, it did. There's a lot more content. The only thing, like... TTK had, uh... It did have a really good campaign. Like, I'm not... like. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. I think yeah. Forsaken's campaign was much better than TTK's. Orcs was a great villain. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dreadnought was a cool place. But, I mean, so is, like... The Tangled Shore, plus we got the Dreaming City. Right. Um, and there's and just so like, much in the Dreaming City. Like, I, I haven't been to it in a while because I've already done all of it, but Aldrin hasn't. Mm-hmm. Same with Jay. And I've been, like, yeah. helping them here and there with some things with the Dreaming City. I'm just like, man, there's, like, all this stuff here that, like, I've done. That's kind of how the Dreadnought was. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and there's, like, secret <clears throat> pathways that only open up when you drink juice. Anyways, we're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> but it's so much fun. It's, it's such a good deal. It is. It's really good. Um, I think mine might be Season of Opulence because Season it came Opulence, with the Menagerie. Really? It came with the raid, Crown of Sorrow, your favorite, your favorite Destiny Two raid, other than Last Wish. Yeah, yeah. It's Crown of Sorrow isn't like it's one of the more enjoyable raids to run especially like doing a sherpa with that just because like on how chaotic that is because like last wish i mean unless like you actually do like riven like legit but like last wish now like is pretty easy to be honest like they're still like i mean obviously like your new person like vault can be kind of a pain but like you can just throw them on ad killing but yeah, I really like still running crown. And Menagerie is fun. I got burnt out on it, but Yeah, Day One Menagerie was pretty fun though. Um mm-hmm. especially like when you're not up to level and you're doing the uh the one where you have to capture the lanterns into that dark mm-hmm. hallway and the thrall come running after you. Uh yeah. that was a lot of fun. I remember in my old clan I ran that first day with them and we were all freaking out about it. Uh Is that the hunted? It might be the haunted, haunted, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was there? There's like there's so many different encounters in there. Like you go back through the the gauntlet, which is one of my favorite encounters yeah. from Leviathan. That was a that <clears throat> one never pops up for me, but that is a good a good encounter. But yeah, this I always is... get like it seems like the freaking crystals, and then I get like the two like on the outside for like where you start the first encounter for Crown. It seems like, yeah. But uh, then yeah, there's different bosses for each one of them, and then also the the heroic menageries, and also just using your chalice to get rolls for a certain loot, yeah. specific loot. Uh, 
Yeah, like it's just it's it's my favorite one out of the ones they've done. Um, I'll let you go with what you want. So you're gonna go with what season? I feel like it's a good one. Uh, I think that's probably. It's either between Season of Arrivals or Season of Opulence. I think it's the two best non-fall expansion DLC slash season. Um, but for <clears> me, <throat> I'm going to go with uh, House of Wolves. There's like a few like different things that like kind of put this up there for me. One, I really enjoyed Prison of Elders. I think School Lost was like one of like the best like boss fights in D two or not D two D one other than uh Crota or not Crota just orcs because <laughs> um, like and it was so weird because at one point that was like the easiest encounter in the world when it was like solar burn and you would just literally go in there and do like a heavy glitch and you'd have like heavy bricks laying all over the place and you just go and just light them up with uh Gallahorn. And then the one week it was art burn, and that thing was just brutal on art burn. Like, because everything shot arc at you. Um, the story was actually pretty good for being like a small DLC. Um, even though, like, I don't necessarily like played it a whole lot, but like, just like how much of an impact like Trials of Osiris made with the Destiny community. Because, like, as I said earlier in today's podcast, like, Trials of Osiris for a while kept D1 alive, like, when content droughts were around, because, like, either one, you would hop on and, like, watch, like, some of your favorite streamers do, like, Trials carries, and you try to get in there. If you're, like, really good at PvP, it would give you something to, like, do something with your buddies. Um, And a few other things, actually... House of Wolves actually was one of the main reasons why I started streaming, too. Really? Yeah, that's when, like, because I didn't really, like, know Twitch. Like, I knew of Twitch and Justin.tv, but, like, never really paid attention. But, like, I got really big into Destiny. And so, like, I watched, like, Dark Below, I'll watch, like, their reveal stream. Because, like, I would take, like, I think I was working weekends at that time. So, like, I'd always have, like, whatever, that day off. Or I'd work a half day and, like, be home and, like, watch the reveal. Well, House of Wolves, they did something different. It was when they brought on content creators. And that's when I was introduced to Gathalian and Broman. Mm. And that's, I started, like, watching those two people, like, after that. Which is really weird because Broman gets shit on for his... House of Wolves live stream, but like I was like, dude, this guy is crazy. I freaking love him, and like he was—he's completely different from like not completely different because he is very loud, but like he's a much better like content creator than people like gave him credit for after that live stream, just because like on how he acted. But I was like, then watching these two, like, and how much good they did, like, kind of actually gave me like motivation to like get into live streaming unfortunately at the time my internet wasn't very good so i had to wait until i moved to kind of get my setup up and going but like there's a bunch of different like things because it was like one of the main reasons why i wanted to get into content creating uh prison of elders which i really hope we see come into d2 at some point from the destiny vault um and I just like the impact of what trials of osiris had in the game of Destiny, I think they did so much for such a small little DLC. Nice, yeah. I didn't play a whole lot of um, Prison of Elders because I just, like, at the time it was just me and my dad, and I was going back. Yeah. So, like, I didn't have a third person for Prison, and so we two-manned it a couple times, and it was still pretty tough. Um, and again, I wasn't a live player back then so like i wasn't experiencing this in real time like i came to it after the fact so most of when you're like above power and stuff so. yeah and i was like you know going through most of the story and stuff so um. <clears throat> yeah and they did some like really cool stuff too back in d1 i wish they would kind of 
bring this back, but like they would do like before like Dark Below, they they had like I think it might have been like a week or two weeks before the expansion would drop, and like Hive Knights would be out and about, and like you could like kill them and you could get chests. Same thing with like right before House of Wolves, there was like captains that came out, um, and like you could do stuff and you could get like stuff to kind of like help you just progress into like House of Wolves and stuff. Yeah. But... Um. Yeah, so when I came to, like, D2, I think my favorite D2 expansion was... Wait, Rise of Iron was a Fall expansion. Yeah. Yeah, okay, never mind. So, but, yeah, Fall, like... That's why, like, that's why I said, yeah. like, this, like, topic is kind of tough. Just because, like, yeah, obviously you're gonna think when it comes to, like, expansions, you're thinking ttk or forsaken yeah yeah those are the two, two yeah those are like one and two and they're intermingled with people and like you could almost <clears throat> like and it's kind of tough because like you can't really compare uh shadow keep and rise of iron into those two just because like even though they're both really good dlcs or expansions my bad um they just didn't have the amount of content to compete against them. No. But that's also they were cheaper though. Yeah. So oops, my bad. Um So that's why I was just like, man, it's gonna be really tough. And I didn't really want to put Rise of Iron and like Shadow Keep into that mix of season slash DLC because like once again, those DLCs have less content than those, but they're also cheaper. I think the um, I think the sh- like the 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 dark horse in this like conversation is the uh, is blacksmith. Um, I think so. See, I didn't I didn't really get to like enjoy blacksmith until like after season of the forge. That's what. Yeah, because <laughs> I did it at the same. I did it at the time. Like it was the thing that kept me going. Um, like forges were super difficult to do. In the beginning, because mm-hmm. it was above your power. Um, yeah, I remember a lot. I don't think it was even that power. high above power either. I think it was like maybe five or something. But at the time, like that was a lot. Um, and so like they eased up on that restriction a little bit the day after. But then also like they had the um, like you can get Izanagi. Like the sniper rifle was really good. Um, even if a lot of Yoten. yeah, Yoten was great. Like the the, the Mega Man blaster. Um, Don't forget about Teraba. That's not from Anarchy. Oh yeah, it's Crown. Yeah, Anarchy. <clears throat> yeah, it also came with a raid, and it's not like the most difficult raid. It's probably their easiest raid ever. But um, it's just just their shortest. It's short, and I still like it. It's really fun to have a sparrow yeah, race. It is, it's a fun in the middle of it, which is like really unexpected and. A lot of and, fun. Well, there's that, and then like you kind of get to like you're like the first encounter. Like, well, I mean, the entire raid is like throughout like the last city or something like. Which that. is also like, like a like unique a, place to be. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, the setting for it was really good. So, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I mean, season of the arrivals, I think potentially could be talked about that. It took a hit, though, when Beyond Light got delayed. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, everything is now so spaced out to where it's just kind of like, we're going to want this season to just be kind of like, end. We're really really waiting just for the next thing at this moment. Yeah. Uh, So, like, if for... Magically, if, like, Beyond Light would have never been delayed, which, like, I'm happy they delayed it and they can polish that content for us but yeah if beyond light doesn't get delayed and it comes out what september something i don't remember um i I mean uh, season rivals probably would have been a jam-packed season oh yeah like because i mean it was every week i mean it was strong (coughs) like constant and it was just like well now it's delayed so like i don't know if things are Technically, like, still, like, on schedule, or if they kind of... Gee, somebody is bumpy. (laughs) 
um, or if things are like being pushed back, or if it's still like on schedule. Yeah. But. Um. Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, Season of Arrivals is really good. It came with a new dungeon. Uh, a lot of people's mm-hmm. favorite new dungeon. Uh, even after yeah. a few months. Uh, and like you can almost <clears throat> say like Prison of Elders was a dungeon, like, but it just at that time they didn't like word it as a dungeon. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the uh, but the, the the weakest the uh, ones they've ever had were uh, season of the Drifter and whatever the hell last season was. I don't even remember the name of it. Dawn is it season Dawn? of the Worthy? Worthy, Worthy. No. Yeah, yeah, because Dawn was pretty good. Dawn was okay. Like, because <clears throat> they had some good story missions with Saint. Yeah, they did have that one fumble though with the uh, corridors of time. Yeah, but that would have easily been prevented if they just stopped putting exotics on the roadmap. <laughs> I, I'm, like we, we talked about this a while ago on the podcast. If uh, Bastion isn't on the roadmap, like <clears throat> that is completely received different. I will say though that they, if it was a better exotic or like a more interesting exotic. If they probably would have been received better, um, but the fact that I mean, that, it's not it's not a great exotic because there's no like real unique perk to it, right? It's like you shoot the gun and it the, does like extra damage. But it is it is really good in PvP. It is, but but it kind of you know. But yes, it's like, no it is it's no like, anarchy. It's it no... is our fa- it is our favorite weapon. <laughs> um. <laughs> But also, like they they yeah. teased the community by putting a sword on your grave. Like there was a lot of things there that had people hyped that just like took away the hype. Yeah, and then when yeah when it <clears> became Bastion, we already knew we were getting back. Like, so hopefully, lesson learned uh, with that. But like, season of dawn is fine. Like I, there hasn't been like a season like since I've like with Spark of the Vanguard, like, I've regret, like, playing. Season of the Worthy was, like, rough, but, like, yeah. still had, like, fun, you know, playing the stuff, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, and they're getting better, I think. I mean, other than Season of the Worthy, I felt like was, I mean, obviously it was a main focus on, like, PvP, so, like, if we would just eliminate Season of the Worthy and we go, like, Undying, uh, Dawn, to arrivals and skip worthy like each season has gotten much better in terms of like storytelling sandbox and just like pve style yeah yeah <clears throat> so yeah i would say it's been it's been going up in quality um yes in terms of like uh activities they have you doing and uh the story they're telling like it's actually is coming together yeah, finally. <laughs> Jesus. It only took us a while. Like, that whole... <laughs> worthy, uh... They had the Almighty, and they did nothing with it until, like, the last day, basically. Last week. Yeah, because, I mean, like, literally the pyramids were more talk about... Yeah. ...than the Almighty, and the pyramids were, like, kind of like an Easter egg slash... They were just in the background. Pretty, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, literally everybody hop on every Tuesday, like, alright, where's the pyramids? <laughs> um so I guess okay. I'll wrap up our discussion. Yay. Uh so let's head into the twelve then. And this week at Bungie, it's all about the DCV, baby. Oh. Uh so as You must have read my tweet. <laughs> as a quick refresher, year four kicks off on November tenth. I see you, DMG. With Io, Titan, Mars, and Mercury and Leviathan being vaulted. Uh, and the Cosmodrome in Europa is being debuted, or re-debuted for Cosmodrome. Um, I will say this, I really hope we do get a secret second or third uh, destination, but I'm not hoping, like, I'm not expecting it, but I am hoping that it's... Yeah, I... Because, <laughs> like, 
going through this, I'm kind of like <clears throat> looking at like all the things like that we're losing that we're like gaining. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that there's some secret stuff that they just don't want. They're not going to talk about, obviously, because like you want to keep it a secret. <clears throat> Because I'm Not pretty great. sure the uh, Dreaming City was a secret. Like, we didn't know about it until after. Yeah, we didn't. Because um, I mean, kind of like, we'll backtrack, but I'm going to go fast forward here real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, just looking at the raids. We have the new raid that's coming out. We have Last Wish and Garden of Salvation. Um, so we're losing Leviathan Eater, Spire, Scourge, and then Crown. And I... Sucks. I mean, I, I will say I would probably give up those five raids to be able to get VOG back. <laughs> but it's still a point of we're losing five raids of content. Like, because it, it still is fun to kind of just run Leviathan. So, yeah, I need to get back into doing some Sherpas with some of these older raids and helping people out there, I guess. Jeez. If you're doing any right. uh, Sherpas with uh, Spire, let me know, because I still need that Catalyst. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I need to <laughs> grind out these Catalysts, man. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's head into what is being vaulted and what is staying. Um, they clearly list out what is staying with. <clears throat> so, regarding core activities, uh, we have Strikes, so... What is staying is from EDZ, Arms Dealer, Like a Shadows, Nessus, Inverted Spire, Exodus Crash, and Insight Terminus. Uh, Tangled Shore has Warden of Nothing, The Hollow Lair, and Broodhold. Dreaming City has The Corrupted. The Moon has Scarlet Keep. Cosmodrome will start off with Will of Crota. And then Europa has one redacted. So we don't know if there's only going to be one strike on Europa, or if that's just a blanket statement. What is being moved to the yes. DCV is uh, the IO strikes, Titan strikes, Mars, and Mercury. Um, I will miss seeing Zol and just shooting him with a one shot of uh, Golden Gun and then him dying. Uh, <laughs> even though he's a worm god. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's uh, go. That's going away. I won't miss any of the Mercury strikes though. Those can go burn in hell. Yeah, not really missing those. Uh, we are gonna be getting, dude. This person is straight. Like, dude, my like, I just hear my window shaking. Is it your roommate just being very loud at Call Call of Duty? No, it it's somebody literally. It's just like it's a sound system. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we are getting Devil's Lair, which is a really good strike, and then we're getting Fallen Saber. Which is like a fairly decent strike. So that will be in sometime in year four. Uh, so regarding Gambit and Gambit Prime, uh, so Gambit and Gambit Prime will be merging into a single experience when year four kicks off on November 10th. New version of Gambit will be similar to Gambit Prime as a single round face off with tweaked blockers, uh, heavier moat drain, and some changes to the Primeval fight. Uh, we will give more details on these and updates before the revamped mode goes live next season. Unlike strikes and PvE content, your for Gambit playlist map selection is a best of list and is one of those edge cases we mentioned above. We felt it would be important to select Gambit maps in rotation for the best competitive play, regardless of their destination. Uh, so what we'll have is we'll have Emerald Coast EDZ, uh, Legion's Folly, which is on Nessus. Deep Six, which is on Titan, and New Arcadia, which is on Mars. And moving to the DCV is Cathedral of Scars, which is Dreaming City, and Kell's Grave, which is Tangled Shore. So I like Scars, though. You like Cathedral of Scars? Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Grave. I'd rather have Grave over Scars, but I'm just saying that these two are the worst maps in Gambit, and so not really missing much. <laughs> Deep Six is actually pretty good because uh, of the. Mm-hmm. I like the rotator belts. Uh, you can just kick yeah, yourself like off to the too. other side. Yeah, pretty cool. 
Um, so then Crucible. Uh, these are the following maps coming in uh, November 10th. We'll have Bannerfall, Exodus Blue, Rusted Lands, Twilight Gap, Altar of Flame, Anomaly, Burnout, Cauldron, Convergence, D Cliffs, Distant Shore, Endless Veil, The Fortress, Fragment, Javelin 4, Midtown, Pacifica, uh, Radiant Cliffs, Widow's Court, and Wormhaven. The ones that are going into the DCV are Meltdown, Solitude, Retribution, The Citadel, Emperor's Respite, Equinox, uh, Etern Eternity? Uh, Firebase, Echo, Gambers, Gambers Ruin? Uh, yeah. it's supposed to be Gambler, not Gambler? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Legion's Gulch and Vostok. The one thing they kind of point out here, so maybe this is something they talk about later on, but like, there's no like, redacted <clears throat> maps. Yeah, that's true. So, they probably just either not having new maps or they just forgot to add them. Yeah. Um, can you do something for me and just look up the uh, Reddit post and see if there's any uh, bungee comments? Uh, I will say though that I am kind of sad that uh, Emperor's Respite is going because I actually like that map quite a bit. It's the one that's on the uh, Leviathan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright, so playlist modes. We are going to be keeping Rumble, Clash, Control, Iron Banner Control, Elimination, Trials of Osiris, Showdown, Survival, Mayhem, Clash. And moving to the DCV is Supremacy, Countdown, Lockdown, Breakthrough, Doubles, Momentum Control, and Scorch. Also, if you go flawless in Trials of Osiris, you will still go to the lighthouse on Mercury. Uh, raids and dungeons. We'll be seeing all three dungeons stay. Uh, Shattered Throne, Pit of Heresy, and Prophecy. We did uh, hear before that Prophecy is going away but coming back due to some kind of technical bug or something. Uh, none of them are going to be in the DCV. Uh, so yeah, available raids on November 10th. We have Redacted as listed first this time. And then we have Last Wish and Garden of Salvation. Moving into the DCV is going to be Leviathan, Eater of Worlds, Spire of Stars, Scourge of the Past, uh, Crown of Sorrows. So you want to grab the, uh, the raid rewards and triumphs before they enter the vault. This is a moment of triumph currently features the five raids being added to the DCV and the reward lockouts removed to make grinding them extra rewarding. Uh, if you're looking to earn your raid ring, moments of triumph seal, or just finish collecting the last few items for your collection, get the rest of the season to jump in with your friends. Uh, we also plan to bring the Vault of Glass out of the DCV into Destiny 2 for the first time at some point during year 4. Uh, so completing your collection, exotic quests, as content enters the DCV, there will be some exotic quests that can obviously no longer be completed in the original forms. Those quests will be retired from November 10th, and complete progress will be abandoned. If you want to acquire the exotics via the original quests, do so prior to the end of the season of arrivals. So we have uh, Sturm, um, Mita Multitool, uh, Rat King, Legend of Acrius, Sleep Simulant, Polaris Lance, Worldline Zero, Ace of Spades, Last Word, The Monarch, Jotun, uh, Izanagi's Burden, Thorn, Lumina, Truth, and Bad Juju. Uh, I highly recommend getting uh, Rat King, Acrius, um, Ace of Spades. That's probably the first on your priority, honestly. Um, Jotun's really fun, and Izanagi's Burden. Uh, Thorn is really good too, but you don't see a whole lot of people using it nowadays. Uh, what would you say would be your number one to get? Where are we? I, I, I'm on looking at Reddit, some <laughs> of his things. Uh, the exotic uh, quests for uh, exotics. 
uh, <clears throat> it would either be in terms of like payoff for you in terms of end game, uh, sleeper, or if they would happen to buff Izanagi's. <laughs> really? Um, hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't grab sleeper. I didn't have time to get it. Uh, I think Ace of Spades Whisper, is probably the. It's pretty. It's pretty easy though. Yeah. I will say though that Ace of Spades is probably like the number one thing here to get because it's both for it's both good for PvP and PvE. So. But I'm looking. There was actually like a post of him talking about the catalyst. Uh, so speaking of catalysts, um, available catalysts on November 10th. Will be Ace of Spades, Black Talon, Borealis, Cerberus Plus One, Cold Heart, Colony, uh, Crimson, Darcy, Ariana's Val, Fighting Lion, Fourth Horseman, uh, Graviton Lance, Hardlight, Jade Rabbit, Lord of Wolves, Lumina, Merciless, Mina Multi Tool, uh, Prometheus Lens, The Prospector, Rat King, Risk Runner, Sturm, Sunshot, Soros Regime, Sweet Business, Symmetry, Tommy's Matchbook, Tractor Cannon, Trinity Gold, Vigilance Wing, Orcliffe Coil and Witherhorde. Uh, it's surprising to see that uh, Fourth Horseman is listed there. Uh, considering yeah. you need to run the... What the hell was it again? Legendary Lost Sectors. Legendary Lost Sectors, yeah. Uh, My guess is what's going to happen with these catalysts. Let me let me just go, I don't know if... go over the ones that are not or moving to the DCV rather. So yeah. the ones that are moving to the DCV are Bad Juju, Huckleberry, which get that. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, yeah, it is. Huckleberry's really. Is an August Burden get that because that just busts the gun by like twenty five percent. Legend of Acrius get that because that gives you a huge mag and ups the reload speed by quite a bit. Uh, Polaris Lance, Sunbird, uh, Sun. Skyburner's Oath, Sleeper Simulate, Telesto, Outbreak Perfected, Whisper of the Worm, get that, uh, and we're line zero. So go ahead. Um, my guess is eventually they're going to be either like a quest line or like a random drop. Yeah, I I see that. <clears throat> Um, there is no mention that, um, Whisper, like, you won't be able to do the Whisper mission, right? Uh, as of now, no, and there is another thing that people were kind of talking about, was they didn't mention anything about, uh... No, they didn't mention it. Tribute they didn't mention Whisper mission. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, Tribute Hall. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, let's get to the part where he says, but you still didn't answer my question, so what goes away when the destination is vaulted? Uh, so we have story missions, cinematics, strikes, raids, dungeons, adventures, secret missions, vendors, associated bounties, destination-specific patrols, collectibles and scannables, destination-specific activities, uh, such as forges and escalation protocols, uh, freely roaming destinations themselves, and exploring lost sectors. Uh... What will new Guardians experience in year one uh, if the year one campaigns are going away? Uh, with some of the core year one destinations entering the vault, it's true that the free for all players, uh, Red War, Curse of Osiris, Warmind campaigns will no longer be playable. <clears throat> we are building a new expanded Guardian origin story on the Cosmodrome that will launch alongside year four and will be available to all Guardians to play. It is designed to introduce you to the world of mechanics of Destiny prepare you to play an action MMO uh, game we all enjoy. Forsaken and Shadowkeep story campaigns will still be playable in year 4 for owners of those expansions. Uh, what's happening to the Whisper in Zero Hour secret missions and their exotic rewards? Whisper is entering the vault also alongside IOS and so is Zero Hour. Given the old tower was part of the Red War campaign, which is also entering the vault. Their exotic weapon rewards will not be acquirable until we find a new way to introduce them. So if you're keen to get them, make sure you get them now. Uh, with the Forsaken campaign, Tangled Shore, Dreaming City sticking around uh, after Beyond Light's launch, does that mean other Year 2 seasonal content will remain playable in Year 4? 
Uh, answer is no. Uh, the year two seasonal content, such as Forges, Reckoning, and Menagerie, will be entering this DCV on November 10th. Be sure to experience that content and mark the final items off your collections and checklists before they're vaulted. Uh, so here's a cheat sheet of what to complete. They say 801, Black Armory, Season of Forge Quest, Gambit Prime, Reckoning, Season of Drifter Quest, Benedict 66, Werner, uh, Werner, uh, 9940, um, Menagerie and Season of Opulence Quests, Pinnacle and Pursuit Weapon Quests. Note that these weapons will receive an alternate acquisition method. More details to come later this season. So there you go. It's a lot. So yeah, Grab Whisper. Uh, there's no reason you shouldn't have that gun. Yeah, Whisper and Outbreak, they're both pretty simple. If you're listening to this, just hit us up and we'll help. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, you should definitely get Whisper. And uh, I would also say you definitely get Outbreak as well, because it's just a solid primary weapon. That's a fun pulse to run. Yeah. Uh, it did, they did use it to uh, defeat a raid boss in Crown. First clear. Yeah. So. <laughs> Should get that done. Yeah. Uh, and then after this, they just list a whole bunch of people that have won um, Fashion Week. See if anybody I know or anybody I follow. There's a lot of people listed here. Uh, but then after nobody that, I follow, huh? I don't think anybody I follow. Well, that's a shame. Um, it is. So we have listed here Prime Gaming. Here are the things that are going to be coming at you uh, next month. Uh, oh wait, th- wait. Does it say this month or last? Month? Or next? Mental Haunt. Wait, everyone else, you can sign up here by linking your bunch of for this month. Okay, this month. Uh, so the standoff exotic emote. The Neon Helix Shell, um, Vespu Laser, and uh, Abga01X. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of like a weird... I think I have the Sparrow and the Emote. Probably have the ship. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know I have the I'm pretty sure I have the <laughs> I think that... Wasn't that Emote part of the... Um, the the, the, the pre-order Forsaken. for Forsaken, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, so regarding Solstice Bounties, uh, today's hotfix resolved an issue where weekly bounty repeatable Solstice of Heroes Bounties did not grant Bright Dust rewards upon completion. Solstice Bounties will now award the following amounts of Bright Dust on completion alongside their other rewards. Weekly Bounty 200, repeatable 10. Uh, we are currently investigating a solution for players we missed out on Bright Dust rewards for bounty completions prior to the hotfix. And we will be granting Bright Dust to affected players in the near future. Uh, I saw people complaining that they should be given Bright Dust even though they didn't do the do the bounty. <laughs> I didn't do the work. Give me the reward. Damn it. It's like, no. I believe it, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know on how they're going to do this because like, there's probably people that could have had like 10,000 bright dust, but like you're probably not gonna like know that they would have to, like I don't I don't know like on how like they could track that in a way so like they're probably just gonna have to like kind of figure out like an average I guess and just probably give everybody like that amount I, yeah I don't I mean this gonna be interesting to kind of like see on how they like figure this out yeah but I'll take it or bright I'm dust. missing out yeah. on my bright dust. Tell me my bright dust. Yeah, you do. You're I'm broke. a broke, poor little boy. You are. Uh, so means to an end. Uh, they resolved an issue causing the weekly means to an end quest to be deleted off of the players, preventing them from collecting their weekly pinnacle reward. Players who still encounter this issue uh, should report to their help forum. EAZ weekly challenges. Earlier this week, they disabled EAZ weekly challenges due to Issue preventing players from receiving powerful gear upon completion. This issue should be now be resolved, and the EAZ weekly challenges be enabled for all players. Players who continue to encounter yeah. issues with challenges should report to our help. Uh, 
Uh, so other known issues, uh, armor glows on the Magnificent Solstice armor sets and ornaments are less intense than intended. Uh, hey, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, well, I think before the stream. I think during the stream. Okay. Uh, upgrading the Majestic to the Magnificent Solstice armor <laughs> set can result in a slight power level reduction. Uh, Hunter Solstice right. vest creates a gap at the waist of the female character model when used with certain leg armor. Uh, the Solstice... Okay, let me talk about that whole Hunter thing. So, like, you're basically just a tort, like a flying torso. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard about it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard about they it. They just didn't measure the legs properly. <laughs> or the vest properly, right. rather. Um, that's funny. Uh, the Solstice glows on male hunters aren't aligned on the right knee. <laughs> Uh, the reward Solstice Triumph incorrectly states it unlocks after earning a Majestic Solstice set, when it actually requires the Magnificent set. Uh, for a full, yeah, and then they have a full list of known issues. Thank you, go check it. Uh, then we have a movie of the week where I see the thumbnail is someone actually made the Micro Mini Sparrow. Yeah, it looks lit. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then that's it. I think they said next week we'll have uh, more answers on the DCV. Or no. Anyways, they're going to be talking more about what's uh, coming. Yeah, it looks like a little bit more content and what other changes to impact, impact next season. Yeah, very lengthy twab, which was nice. Yeah, since like the last four have been pretty, pretty well, putting you to sleep. That's what they were doing. Uh <laughs> no, I'm just hungry. I'm just thinking about food. Okay, so our question of the week this week is: Would you like to see Bungie add a fourth class? I mean, I'm not gonna say no. Come on, I was hoping you would say no. Why? Why would I say no? Because it would just add more, more grinding. Yes. Grind. Let my life be taken over more by Destiny, and having to grind out more armor sets and more—I don't know—not weapons, but triumphs. I guess I don't know. Uh. But I would say, yeah, like, hell yeah, like, let's have another uh, class to play as and screw around with. Uh, whole different abilities and all that kind of stuff. I'd be down for it. No but, more. No abilities. He's going to be an NPC. He's going to be a civilian from the city. Yeah. 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 All you do is you just walk over to the uh, the ramen shop and you yeah. start serving out and ramen. Your local bar as you watch the most current Crucible match. Your solar uh, ability is to heat up the ramen. Yep. <laughs> I'd be down for it. Why not? Be interesting. Uh, but yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I don't think we'll ever see this, unfortunately. But It's just another way to break their game. And they need a way to not have yeah. their game break. I think, I mean, if there would be a potential for this, I think this would be, like, two or three expansions down the line. But, yeah, maybe a uh, Destiny 3. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see, like, kind of what they do, because you kind of already have, like, your support, you have your tank, and then you have, guess your DPS? Yeah. So I don't know what, like, other role, because I don't really play enough MMOs if there's, like, another role. I mean, that's basically just the roles there are. Um, there are some that skirt the line between both. Like a, like a, so. a DPS and a healer. But um, it's mostly just those three from what I remember from playing Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Um, but each role, each Destiny is different though because each class has their own version of like tanking and healing and DPS. Yeah, especially the hunter. Uh, 
Like, they're probably the most versatile class there is. Yeah. Between the three. Um, It'd be interesting to see. My biggest thing would be, like, what jump is this character going to get? Well, we have two flying boys. We might as well have two jumpy boys. Why not something, like, in between? A jumpy flyy boy? Yeah. <laughs> you jump, and then, like, you jump again to, like, activate, like, your flute. So you just float away in the outer space. But then you're just a warlock. But, like, you would have, like, a jump, but then you would have, like, another jump there, which then would activate into, like... How about we, uh, take the blink off of, uh, off of the warlock... And we just give it to the fourth character, and that's all he can do is blink. I hope he never works. <laughs> just a class that's all blink, nothing else. <laughs> uh, they would totally do that. That'd be great. Um, yeah, that's our question of the week this week, is would you like to see a fourth class added? Honestly, I rather would rather see a fourth uh, like race added, like playing as a Lixney. But that's a whole nother topic. So uh, leave your answer in the uh, comment section wherever you find this, either on charshot.com or YouTube or wherever else you find podcasts. Uh, Sully, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And Twitch at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can follow me, your host, uh, Kane, on Twitter as Kane Play Stuff. Also on Twitch as Kane Play Stuff and YouTube. Uh, I'll be posting more stuff on YouTube in the coming weeks, so stay tuned. You can email me, Thomas, at charshot.com if you want to be on one of my shows that I host. There is the Gamescast that airs every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we are taking a break tomorrow, though, because I'm going to surgery, and I'm super scared about it. Doesn't, doesn't sound fun. It's just a, it's just for dental. Um, hopefully I'll be okay. But you never know. So. If you don't hear from me, then just assume the worst. <laughs> yes, ending the podcast on a very light note. But anyways, uh, just, yeah, just send me your love, and it'll get me through it. But until then, Guardians, eyes down.